you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. I'm Rhett Lewis, and this is NFL Inside Report, a special mid-season episode featuring storylines to watch for the second half of the season, and who better to take the pulse of the league at the midway point than Greg Rosenthal and Mark Sessler of the internationally renowned Around the NFL podcast. Gentlemen, thanks for being with us. I mean, it's exciting. I've, yeah, I've been you know trying to get on it for weeks. Mark has all these... <laughs> you know, waivers and disclaimers and schedules that he does before he joins other people's podcasts. Right. Um, so it was nice to get him involved too. Yeah. It's, and you know, we, we have, of course, Dan Hansis, uh, part of the, <laughs> the trio, but he's far too expensive. Um, <laughs> Clearly. I remain very affordable. The budget uh, just does not go far enough to bring the old Zeuser uh, into this pod. Plus, I'd be worried about him trying to steal the spotlight as a host. So uh, anyway, glad to have you guys here with us. And uh, we're going to get into something. I want to get into Greg's quarterback index. I know you've got uh, your underdogs that you've been making, uh, your picks you've been making each week, uh, Mark. But speaking of dogs... It's been a big week for the dog pound. Uh, let's start chronologically here with uh, first off with Odell Beckham officially no longer a Brown played uh, really first game this past week without him. Although you could make an argument as to whether they've been symbolically without him for much of his tenure in Cleveland, Mark. <laughs> um, we we want to talk a lot about what that did, what the absence did for Baker Mayfield. But to me, it was just like, a recognition of the clarity, a recognition and clarity that it provided to this team, understanding its real identity, which was let's go grind this thing out with Nick Chubb and go from there. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been quizzical because last year at this time when it was like, wait a minute, they're kind of, they seem to gel more. 
the the passing attack seems um you know for, for from Baker Mayfield's point of view clearer to him like he seems to to mesh better without Odell in the lineup is it a real thing and it flat out just you know looking back it has it was a real thing and I, I as a Browns you know supporter since childhood like I was excited to some degree to have Odell come when they traded for him it always felt a little it felt a little bit like oh now everyone thinks this is going to be perfect and it went very far from perfect but it feels um I think better to have him off the team in just from my fandom side. And I mean, this front office inherited Odell Beckham. I think Kevin Stefanski tried really hard to support him and to get him involved. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could get into all the specifics. Uh, Daryl, i just tell you, it didn't work out. And uh, again, I'm disappointed that, that I couldn't uh, do a better job. Um, but I think both sides are going to uh, move on. And it didn't quite work. And I, I, you know, from one other angle, I am not signing up for this, like, mindset that's like we just need to do what's right and get Odell Beckham to a team that really like suits his many needs because it's like what are we what are you telling the next team about when they go through a rough patch and so I and from a, from the whole point of view of like Cleveland's front office I think that under Andrew Barry that you'd have to just say outside of maybe one or two little I- items they've been smart They've been really practical with the kind of money they've spent. They got some money back from Odell. And I think that led to some other moves that they've made this week. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I, I think I remember when the Browns got Odell Beckham. Mark was very uncomfortable. He doesn't like to be, he doesn't want the Browns to be like the prettiest girl at the school. That's you right. know, <laughs> and he he had basically spent three or four years trashing Odell Beckham probably in New York <laughs> anyways. Um, and so he, he was totally uncomfortable. He wants, and I think he's typical of a lot of Browns fans who like want them to be this rugged running team, basically the team that they are. It's funny. They suit what Browns fans want right now, which is a big time defensive line a great running game yeah. and a quarterback um, that they have to try to convince themselves is the right guy, <laughs> which is a great point. Um, and uh, I, I think we should, let's just get to that right here uh, at this point here. I mean, Greg, you do the QB index uh, each and every week here and Baker Mayfield struggles to find his way into the top 15 uh, of, of the QB index on, on most weeks. How, before we get to Mark's feelings on what, Baker can do for this Browns team from me, you know, an independent observer's point of view. Will the Browns ever win with Baker? Yeah, they can. I mean, it people talk about like, oh, can you win a Super Bowl with Baker? It's like they, they could have won one last year. He was playing well enough. You can't tell me that if they had a defense a year ago that that offense which was, you know, run by Baker Mayfield, couldn't have won a Super Bowl the way they were playing. But things have to be right around him. He was the number one overall pick in a class that has Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen in it. Is he ever going to be able to lift the team around him like those two guys have ever have been able to? I still think that's an open question, which is not where you want to be four years into his career. But he's clearly like an NFL starter that if the system around him is going, he can operate it. And I think he's in like the right system for him. Is that your thought as well, Mark? Yeah, I think that, I think it's, he's such a quizzical evaluation for a front office that needs to make a decision, you know, relatively soon on what to do with him. Because 
There are weeks where, um, or even he'll go on, you know, week to week streaks where he looks like the guy. And you think maybe, you know, he, he's ironed out certain issues and he's seen the field better and his problems are behind him. And then he'll, and then he'll do two or three disastrous things the following week. And I think, I think it kind of like leaves me wishing that paying quarterbacks, um, it was a little more understood to everyone that Baker Mayfield is someone that you could continue to have a relationship with, but it's not at the quarterback money we're giving these guys that you can say you could win multiple Super Bowls with. Because yeah. I, I agree with Greg that like you could win a Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield, but I'm not um, wearing rose-colored glasses thinking that he's going to tug them there. It's almost like he has to play his best version of himself and they are what they are around him. Um, but that's that's the kind of thing that when you extend those quarterbacks, and I'm thinking of like the Jared Goffs and the Carson Wentz, yeah. where you know a lot of those guys get swept out the front office people a couple years later because they didn't make the right evaluation. Not the case in Philly or L.A., but like you know that's the one thing where Andrew Barry, it, no matter what he does there, you're going to have half the crowd saying you did the wrong thing. I, I thought it was kind of fortuitous, your capsule on Baker and your week nine QB index, Greg, where you said uh, Baker had Odell Beckham wide open for a potential game winner. Didn't see it. Pump faked late and wild on a throw that could have changed the trajectory of the Brown season. It's true. It, it did, true. but maybe it in a did. good way, because I, I really think that play was it. Second ten. Loading it up. Odell Beckham asked for a trade, apparently, you know, like while he's in his locker room. Right. I mean, (laughs) at some point after that game, he asked for a trade. It's like he was and that was the that was the key play. That was the last play. And that pointed out the thing that I think tape heads get on Baker for, which is that he maybe doesn't see up the seams that well, whether it's that whether it's his height or whatever it is, or he just doesn't anticipate it. And like. You know, Jay Cutler's like was like that. Tannehill was like that. Sure. There's some quarterbacks that are pretty good um, that are like that, but you you want your quarterback to be able to do it. And, and Mark, you you brought up the Jared Goff situation, who was look, I mean, found himself in the Super Bowl with the Rams, so clearly had a chance to win a Super Bowl for the Rams. Didn't obviously the rest is now history, but do you feel like Baker is in that kind of territory going forward here for Cleveland? He's a step up for me than Jared Goff. Um, and, and I think part of it for the, what, what a little bit is unique about Cleveland and Baker Mayfield is that their, you know, 25 year history before him of quarterbacks that a lacked the skills to do the job, but also from the neck up weren't inspiring anyone. And, and we're just kind of thrust into awful scenarios like who, you know, how many walls did people run through for Brandon Whedon? I mean, all he did, he ran under a flag. That was probably the most memorable thing he did. But <laughs> Baker Mayfield fits the Browns um, from the angle of like kind of this um, seafaring pirate individual who is, you know, thrives like a lot of elements of Cleveland in general, when you're getting ripped on all week and you got to go out and kick someone's butt. I mean, I, there's, there's reason I, I, I do believe in that part of football where like, there's something about the Mayfield experience that when you go and critique him, he'll come out with the fire in his belly. And that, that's what I like about him, except I don't know how that translates to paying him the kind of money that Jared Goff got. And I, it would be it would be um i think unrewarding and kind of unpleasant to see them part ways like let's say after next season or something yeah. like that or if it went south um because there's a lot to like and i think like mm. if joe flacco can go on a run and win a super bowl with the ravens then baker mayfield is is absolutely capable of doing that 
But I think that there's elements of Jared Goff in terms of just like when Baker goes, when he did what Greg's saying too, when he, when he's not seeing the field, when he makes that mistake, there's these reminders. And I think I, early on in the season when Cleveland just couldn't close games on those final drives, a lot of it does track back to Baker Mayfield to some degree, because I'm sorry, like, the, like it or not, like you're Tom Brady's, you're Patrick Mahomes minus this autumn, like uh, inspired incredible confidence that you knew he was going to go do that. We don't know. I don't feel that way about Baker Mayfield when they have the ball and they have to go 88 yards with a minute and a half left. Well, the Browns sure did make a, an investment up front in front of Baker Mayfield with Wyatt Teller, um, who's probably one of the better street pickups after the Bills parted ways with him after being a fifth round pick back in 2018 out of Virginia Tech. Um, and it certainly helps Mark. I imagine having a guy like uh, Bill Callahan to tap into that potential that uh, th- that Wyatt Teller has, uh, which led to him getting that four year, 50 million plus contract extension that we learn of this week, making him one of the highest paid guards in the league. And I assume you uh, fall on the side of that, a well-deserved distinction for Teller. Oh, I, yes, I'm a fan of it because we've seen it. Um, you're not paying money to, to, to an unknown product. They know exactly what they're getting. And, you know, John Dorsey traded for him for a couple of late round picks and he had to switch positions from left to right yeah. guard. And this was all pre Bill Callahan. And he came in that that autumn. And who would have thought that looking back, um, you know, if I had said on our podcast, I'm telling you right now that the Wyatt Teller trade will look 10 <laughs> times better than the Odell Beckham trade. No one would be, you'd be ejector seated out of the out of the show. But it but it has. And like I, he is a big, burly, uh, beautiful man who does great things. And like if, if you look across that line, the way they're built and I, I like teams like this, yeah. um, they've basically locked that line up for years to come, minus whatever happens with Jason. See Treader. I mean, they they have a they've got a young center they've got behind them too. So I think it's just a continued investment in their identity. They're not shifting identities. And Wyatt Teller, um, you know, PFF like is writing C poems week after week for two seasons in a row. So I, I'm not be doing necessarily Right. I think they got him. They helped get him paid. I really think PFF has helped get some players paid a little extra. Wyatt Teller is one. Evan (laughs) Mathis back in the day. Andrew Whitworth now with the Rams, I think, got a little extra. Cynthia Freeland, who was on our Around the NFL podcast on Tuesday. I know her her computer model and some analytics, and I know some teams believe this too. really look at interior line play on both sides, that interior pressure and interior protection like matter so much to them. So when you can lock it down, like, like the Browns have, that's awesome. I would, I'm less worried about like Baker's contract situation and more concerned if like Bill Callahan, their coach has an out. Like if I was on another team, there isn't enough money for like, whatever you want to pay Bill Callahan, it would be worth it. He, wherever he goes, he brings like just an awesome offensive line. Let him live in that stadium and own the entire thing. And Baker can live in a smaller structure. So. At home with Bill. Um, I like yes. it right there uh, with the Browns who uh, are dealing with some COVID issues in their running back room right now. Demetric Felton, Nick Chubb, John Kelly, all vaccinated though. So things still possible for the Browns uh, running back room to be available outside of Dearness Johnson. Only guy who did not uh, test positive so far. We'll keep it tracking that as we get closer to week 10 and the Browns certainly a storyline as we get closer to the playoffs here in the second half of the 2021 NFL season. How about a few more storylines to look for down the stretch here when we come back with Mark and Greg.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back now with, from around the NFL podcast, Mark Sessler, Greg Rosenthal, working through the Browns storylines earlier in the show. And there are plenty, but outside of Cleveland's beloved football franchise, let's get to a couple other storylines around the league that you guys are going to be following on the podcast and in reality moving forward here. Greg, you want to lead us off uh, with one that you're going to be following these final nine weeks of the season? I mean, mine's so basic. It's like everything, which is just that (laughs) AFC jumble of teams. Like that's what, that's what interests me because right now I think there's nine teams with five wins. And then you got the, you got the teams on top, like the Titans and the bills and even the Titans, you don't feel totally comfortable. They'll be there the whole time. But the difference in the AFC this year, I think versus most years is that if you're a Browns fan or a Patriots fan, like Mark and I are, and they're five and four, like, I don't know. They could go to the Super Bowl. Sure. What? Like, this isn't like, hey, we're all battling for the five seed in this impossible conference that we're going to get right. blasted away anyways. I think back to the 2001 Patriots who were five and five and ended up going on a run. And all of these teams, I think, have a chance. So Denver's like the one five and four team that, man, it's hard for me to imagine them actually making a run. But when you go through the list of the other teams, like, why not dream Chargers fans, Browns? Raiders, 
certainly Chiefs, obviously, you know, the Patriots are having like a, a frisky season. I think the Colts get back in the mix. Uh, the Bengals have to, like all these teams to me, they're not just battling for playoff spots, but I think like if things go a couple of ways, like they could get two or three seeds, yeah. they could win divisions and they could be going to the Super Bowl. I don't think you can count anyone out practically in that group. It's a great one. I really think there is a line of demarcation at the 12 and 13 spots in the AFC right now. You have the Colts <laughs> at four and five and it feels like they could absolutely make a run to at least get into the six or seven seed in the playoffs. Whereas you've got the jets at 13 Jacksonville, Miami, Houston, right? We can like eliminate four teams, but everyone yeah. else uh, is right there. And in, in, like I said, more to the point, like I, I really do think the Patriots have a chance to the Super sure. Bowl. I mean, Mark Sessler predicted it on our website. <laughs> I believe that the Browns have a, a pretty good chance. I'm going to be picking them this week. I, I think they're better than the Patriots. I think like everything is right in front of them for all these teams. Red, I did the thing where like we had to, we could make our, you know, our new picks uh, for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Greg and I picked the Niners the first time around. So you got to get out of that situation. But <laughs> I went Cardinals over Patriots because I figured not anyone else would pick the Patriots. I mean, then you find out 12 other people probably did. But if not, <laughs> then you get, you know, you get promoted. It gets tweeted out in a oh, way that, yeah. you know, gets you some publicity. So. Well, you're always one for, <laughs> you have a keen eye for what plays. You know what I mean? That's that's absolutely true. Yeah, that's true. So I, I apparently did as well, Mark, because on that other podcast um, that I do that you guys love uh, called Move the Sticks on Monday. Wait, what? You do another podcast? <laughs> Not on my radar. Not, not on your radar at all. That. Interesting. That, okay. um, yeah. So I said, and this is not a real hot take based on what's happening right now, but that Mac Jones would be the first of these rookie quarterbacks we've seen this year find his way to a Super Bowl. And the way that all of these teams are constructed, like, it's pretty fair, right? I mean, certainly not Jacksonville or New York. I mean, then San Francisco this year has been a mess. Uh, Chicago has seen Justin Fields play better. But Mac Jones absolutely gives the Patriots a chance. So, I, I, I mean, that's clearly your rationale behind this, right? Is the new Josh McDaniels-Mac Jones relationship taking the ship uh, out here to L.A., right? Yeah, it's growing. I think it's growing weekly, but I'm I'm annoyed because I didn't expect anyone else to like what you know. I don't know why I'm in my house thinking <laughs> that no one else is seeing the same thing. But it's just uh, I, we it, we have three people here, and two people are, are feeling the same way. So and one's a Patriots fan. So right there you go. <laughs> We're three for three, I think, eventually. So uh, what, what about another storyline for you, Mark? That uh, that you've been that you'll be tracking these last nine weeks. For me, it, I, it may be part of the story is a little bit after the nine weeks, but I want to see how the Eagles season and also, you know, evaluation of Jalen Hurts winds up. Shotgun for Hurts. He's got Sanders to his right. Hurts trying to make sure everybody's on the same page here. Snap from Kelsey, handled by Hurts. Cuts it upfield to the right. He's in. Touchdown. Jalen Hurts. And the Eagles have clawed back. Um, I think it gives you a lot to like. There, there are times where maybe they could have a wandering eye because this is a team that, assuming nothing else goes wrong with Carson Wentz, they're going to have three number one picks and probably be able to completely rule the draft. And like, the, there are just other things that are naturally going to happen with veterans that become available. What do they do? How do they handle the whole Hurts thing? Because I think, you know, you look at last week, um, the, the Eagles, to me, like the, the way they handled Detroit with their run game and then this past weekend of action, it's like they're changing a little bit on offense. But I, I think Hurts gives you a lot to like. I don't know if they're going to think this is our guy, though, because 
it, you know, you don't have a lot of, you don't have a long leash as a coach to be with the wrong quarterback. So if they find someone in the draft they fall in love with, they could blow the whole thing up. Another kind of thing you're going to be paying attention to here, Greg, that, uh, that we're looking at here this, this second half. It's such an NFL media answer that to like just go straight to the Cowboys. Nice. But I really do think this is the most likable and interesting Cowboys team in so long. Yeah. And it feels like their ceiling is is winning the Super Bowl. I love that. It's a bunch of guys who we haven't seen deep into the playoffs, seen how they handle it after they were down 30 to nothing, you know, last week with five minutes left against the Broncos. That came out of nowhere. I, I am fascinated by this team because the defense came out of nowhere on paper. I think it's the best offense in the NFL. So to see the Cowboys again in this spot, the last time was really 2016 yeah. uh, Dak's rookie year where they were just a juggernaut. If you look at their upcoming schedule, there is a lot of popcorn matches matchups. And like, I, to me they they are as interesting as any team in the NFL. I don't know if I could deal with a Super Bowl week that will be about, you know, 40 yards from our office. <laughs> Um, that stars Jerry Jones. I, it, it's not even totally, I don't even know. He likes to take credit just, for building that stadium too. He was a big, <laughs> well, I'm sure it. he'll be taking credit for most of the Western hemisphere by the time that week <laughs> is over. It's just going to be a lot of, if, if we get to that point, it's going to be a lot to deal with. So I would like it. I would welcome it. I would yeah, of course it. you would. I love that. I love that about you guys. So Dak Prescott has been at the top of your QB index here, uh, mm-hmm. Greg, but, uh, stumbled a bit in his return from the calf injury. Uh, any clues as to where we might find him on the week 10 edition? Oh, wow. Like a, a nice sneak preview. Yeah, he is. He, he's got to get knocked down. I'm putting Brady. It, this is a big one because, you know, it's midseason. You, you yeah, know, I, I'm accounting really this big. as midseason. I give Brady the slightest edge ever over Lamar. And Kyler, I'm knocking out for a week because I want to give Colt McCoy some love. Plus, he missed a game. If you need a tiebreaker, <laughs> you know. Just, you know, you, you missed yeah. the game. So Lamar and Tom yeah. Brady, to me, are one and two. I think throw for throw, week to week, like quarter to quarter even, like the consistency of Brady, It's he's not the narrative this year. I think he's playing so awesome. He's throwing it so awesome. His big time throws are crazy. Almost 11 minutes left. Brady, a lot of time airing it out. Caught by Evans inside the 20. A hook up to Mike Evans again. His fifth catch here today in a first down. They are one, two. I would have Kyler three if he was there, but I'm putting Colt McCoy in the mix this week just so I can write about him. And and Dak would get knocked down to four. When you miss a game, the way that these quarterbacks have played so well at the very top, uh, if you miss a game and then you come back and have a total stinker, and he did. He was just missing throws. It was kind of a bad luck game. Some tip passes, some drops, but he just missed throws. He looked 100% moving. It kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, but you haven't really seen those games at all out of Dak Prescott. So to me, everything is in front of him, too. Those are my big four at quarterback. I consider that there's been a little separation between those four and the pack personally uh, for the year. And even when I think about, you know, the upcoming MVP race. Colt McCoy just below them at number five. From, <laughs> just from barely. He will be. So, he'll yeah. be like right in the middle. He won't be that far below Baker because you got to give him his love. He's only started one game and that one game was sensational. 
He'll be like, right, he'll be like 18 or 19. Wait, you're going to put yep. him below Big Ben? That's disrespectful to Colt McCoy. <laughs> Colt McCoy, I believe, once went into the Superdome in New Orleans as a rookie and knocked down the Saints, right, for the Cleveland He put Browns? it on him. Then they, That's right. Yeah, then they, then they dropped a hammer on the Patriots the next week, a game that Greg and I have discussed roughly 200 <laughs> times. So. 200 times, though. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> the Colt McCoy game, the legend lives on. Uh, but for Arizona's purposes, you'd like to see that legend get back onto the sidelines. Uh, but you don't have to shortly. rush him. Like you, if, if Kyler really isn't, you know, yeah. healthy, which he clearly isn't, uh, you go win a game this week again without Colt McCoy. They've shown they can do it. All right. Last thing, speaking of futures here, and we get you guys out of here. Um, Greg, I, correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong. The inconvenient truth nickname for Frank Gore originated uh, from, from the ATN podcast. Is that right? No, that, that it, it actually came from uh, rich Eisen. It was uh, Eisen. It was Eisen. And then I, I just used it a lot and uh, I would, okay, I would credit him. Why. I talked about it. I love, I love that nickname. It was, you know, based on um, it was, it was when Al Gore was, you know, for one year, <laughs> like one right. of the hottest that's celebrities right. in the league. And so <laughs> oh that's, that's where it came from. But yeah, uh, but he's Frank getting or, in the ring. Oh he's got a gosh. new career. He's going to fight Darren Williams. Are you going to back him like you've backed him throughout your entire his entire uh, football career or what? Of course. You know, I've, I've written one long form at the NFL and it was about Frank Gore. I was like, I want to write a long form about Frank Gore. They, no one read it, but I, I worked hard <laughs> on it. I, I just wanted to meet him. I needed an excuse to meet him. He's like my yeah. favorite player of the last 20 years, just the way he played and what he stood for and everything. And he's such an awesome dude. I'm a little mixed. Fe- I have mixed feelings about this because, you know, you can get, get hit yeah. in the head a lot. Yeah, yeah. Just seems like I'd, I'd be happy to see him like signed like Adrian Peterson and come back into the NFL. And sure. I was all excited that my like Showtime subscription that, you know, I've been paying like for just because, you know, my wife was like, well, maybe Dexter's coming back. <laughs> I was like, we're just going to hold on because Dexter's coming back. I thought it'd pay off with this Frank Gore news, but no, it's still pay-per-view, even though it's Showtime. So I got to pay for this. I don't know. Like, I don't know about the opponent, but I would not. I, Frank Gore has got to be on a short list of people I wouldn't want to box. Um, I mean, that that's that includes everyone, essentially. But he'd be at the top <laughs> of the list. So I, re- I've, I heard who was it that was telling us that he was training in boxing even before he was done with football. So he has been well, it makes like a real deal yeah. boxer for a while. And he is going to destroy Darren Williams, please. <laughs> I mean, the, the reach concerns me a little bit. Five, nine, Frank Gore, six foot three, Darren Williams. I mean, there've been, there've been greater mismatches in terms of height. I assume Frank Gore is listed at five, nine. Yeah. Ooh, not a tall, that not feels a tall like a stretch. Human. We got to go back to the combine for that. <laughs> but yeah, get back into the combine five, six, database. Five, six, five, yeah. seven. I mean, he is a strong man though. Yeah. Yeah. Toughness. Um, one thing that you guys do have in common with Frank Gore, Mark Sessler, Greg Rosenthal from the Around the NFL podcast with us here, cross-pollinating on NFL Inside Report. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, Rhett. Thank you. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Report. Reminder, download, subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pod. We're back with you on Friday for a look inside the biggest headlines, Heading into your Week 10 Sunday for producers Thomas Ward and Tim Parachka. I'm your host, Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you next time. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.